What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Entrust to Entrust podcast, the E2E podcast, where we have been entrusted with God's word, and we just want to encourage and entrust you guys with that so you can just grow closer to Christ. And guys, I just got to say, this this could be my last one. I think I have a new life skill of water bottle flipping. I, I think oh, you're going to go great places with that, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. This skill okay. has been developed since 20 minutes ago. Maybe we'll <laughs> table that for another time. But in between, we record these podcasts and do a couple at a time. And I just got to say, I was like shooting like maybe 80% on water bottle flips. So pretty insane. Anyway, we got three awesome people here today to talk about some really cool things. Much more significant than water bottle flipping, I'll say. Um, I got my amazing sister who, even though I might give her the hardest time in the world, I love her. It's Shelby. What's up? Hello. <laughs> I love you too. Okay, nice. <laughs> and we got Celeste. What's up, everyone? Probably the coolest digital artist I know. And then we got we got a new guy here with us today. It's his first day on the job. Just been hired. A, a brand new contract salary. At zero dollars yeah. an hour. Zero dollars an hour. It's we twice got, twice of what I wasn't being paid before. <laughs> there he is. We got David Sandy. David, I feel like since it's your first podcast and I don't know if you've caught on to this now, whoever's listening, we, we do rotate people who are on here, um, and we just do that just to try and keep it fresh, and because there's a lot of cool people who have cool things to say and cool scriptures to bring up, so we got you on today, it's your first one, so I feel like we got to ask you some like introductory questions, so if someone's listening out there who doesn't know you, like they can connect with you better, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I got questions, here we go, rapid fire. Question number one, life verse. My life verse is in the end of, I believe, First Timothy, talking about how we need to drop all of these worldly things and pursue righteousness and godliness and just pursuing the things that I've been taught. Dude, praise God. That's so, epic. There he was go. ready. He was ready with that, too. I didn't even, we didn't even talk about that beforehand. No. All right, question two. We'll just do two. Uh, if you had a rubber duck, what would you name it? Charles. Man, this guy's ready. All right, you heard it there first, Charles. All right, well, guys, I promise you today we have something much more interesting to talk about than water bottle flipping. But on the topic of water, I just got to say as someone who needs that to live, I'm thankful for water. So how about we just run with that today and talk <laughs> great, about... Great segue. I know, right? Talk about thankfulness, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Also, it's just it's something we've been going through lately in Remain and... Um, I don't know when people will be listening to this, but last Sunday was a sermon on thankfulness and two epic double headers on Sunday, just really driving home thankfulness. So we had some time to record podcasts this week and we're like, why not do hmm, thankfulness? Also, when this podcast is being recorded is before the day of Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving (laughs) Eve, everybody. This is the tradition. (laughs) Yes, let's go. Right on. Well, thankfulness, it all signs are pointing to just a discussion on thankfulness and this is something at this time of year that even the world kind of tries to take a hold of in the month of November. At least it's like, hey, try and be thankful. We America celebrates a holiday of Thanksgiving. So like what's the buzz around this mindset of thankfulness? Maybe looking, yeah, maybe through a worldly perspective, but ultimately what we're talking about here is through the lens of someone who's following Christ, for someone who's trusted in Jesus for the forgiveness of their sins. So I'll just let you take it away. You yeah. Guy, you want to start us off? Absolutely. Um. I just said absolutely like three times. This is great. It's your ding. Yes. It's, we all have so them. So <laughs> I, would, I would start by saying that 
historically, um, Thanksgiving has been a Christian holiday, and it's been a time where um, the first Thanksgiving was a time when a bunch of um, Christians got together and celebrated what God had done in their lives recently, and how they were able to survive a treacherous, treacherous voyage, a really hard winter, and the new friends that they had made in the new world. And um, then later, Abraham Lincoln was the one who turned it into an American holiday. And again, it was a time to thank God for what was going on at the time. And the, the sad thing is, is that nowadays, Thanksgiving has been turned into a time to celebrate the feeling of being thankful and mm. eating turkey and, and maybe football pre, too. Football, pre-Black Friday. Yeah. Black Friday deals start typically now. Like Black like Friday Thursday. is a contradiction mm-hmm. in of itself. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that, what you said, like feeling thankful versus like being thankful. I think we even do a little children's message here on Sunday mornings before the sermon and it's it's when our, our children's pastor kind of just gives a quick, easy to to hear take of the sermon. He was like, "Hey, don't just do Thanksgiving this week. Do thanks living. Like, don't just be about it in November. Like, let it define your life. So, like, why is it important as a follower of Jesus to be thankful?" Well, I actually have a verse on this. Um, James one talks about how in in verse seventeen. It oh, says, this is the one. Yeah, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. And God has given us everything that we have, everything that we are. Everything we need. Yeah, and it would be wrong not to thank him for it. It's not ours. Yeah. And and that's that's kind of what it comes down to, is our our ancestors, Abraham Lincoln, the pilgrims, they knew that they had been given things by God, and they wanted to thank him specifically for giving them to him, them. And nowadays, it's not so much about thanking God, or even thanking anyone in particular, but it's about feeling feeling some vague idea of, I've been given, I have something. I thank thankfulness. For what I have, <laughs> yeah, I I think it's interesting you 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 brought up that James verse and and you said that hey these these guys in history these guys who founded our nation in America had this idea I would even argue the the writers like James and the the apostles the guys who set up the early church like they had this grasp too they're like hey God has given us everything everything we have comes from God it's not our own we're not entitled to anything especially when you consider the gospel, the good news of, of what debt your sin piles up, of, of what debt like wickedness and evil deserves, and that's eternity apart from God. But but God bought us back to himself and ultimately has given us everything we need to live a life to be righteous, to be with him. And that James verse kind of hits it right in the spot where it says, hey, it comes from above, and it comes from a God who doesn't change. And I think that the world misses that. Mm-hmm. It's hard I wouldn't be surprised that the world is kind of struggling with this. Or if you were to ask people on a day-to-day basis and maybe even like Christians that like, Hey, it's struggled with this concept of, of being thankful. It's because I think it comes down to just a true, like, are they, are you grasping the gospel? Do you realize what you have in Christ? Do you realize what you've been given and who is the one giving it? 
and and the world doesn't have that perspective because they don't acknowledge God. But but if we know God, if if we trust in Christ, like it becomes so much clearer of of why and how we have to be thankful. Thankfulness only exists when you have a person to thank and when when you're just having this vague feeling of thankfulness or not acknowledging where where what you have comes from you're essentially thanking yourself you're saying thank you me for what i have yeah and it's it's ludicrous it it's it misses the point yeah so i one of the big focuses of just what we're trying to do here um with this podcast is just to to bring up scripture that kind of relies to a lot of these topics and, and the Bible talks a ton about what it means to be thankful once, once you get that perspective. I would definitely say what we're, what we're really talking about here is that, like, in order to truly be thankful, you must first realize the source. You got to realize mm-hmm. why you're being thankful and to who you're being thankful, right? Like mm-hmm. you were saying, David, the world says, thank you, me, for providing this. And, like, that ultimately misses the point. And it doesn't lead to that true heart of thankfulness. And, and we can see it today by just the look around, like look at the world that we live in, look at the decay and like the division that's just so present among people, especially people who don't acknowledge God. So it first comes down to realizing the source, realizing who gives the gifts, realizing who's the one who truly has made us right with God. And, and that's through Christ alone. So you first got to realize that, but like what also is discussed in scripture concerning this topic of thankfulness any any ideas ladies um a verse that i read uh yesterday and this morning was psalm eighty nine fifteen, um and the nlt says happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship for they will walk in the light of your presence lord and i think in the niv it says something like um blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you lord um and I, first of all, I didn't know what acclaimed means, so I had to look it it's up. It's a big word. But <laughs> it means to praise enthusiastically, which is um, very similar to the heart of thankfulness. Um, and I just was awestruck by the fact that, like, when we're in the NIV, when it says, blessed are those who learn to acclaim you, when we are praising God and giving him thanks, like, that blesses us. And I think thankfulness is definitely... Um, something that marks a Christian and like when we're talking about um, being a like how Christians give thanks versus how the world gives thanks like even like non-believers like we were saying like no there are some benefits to being thankful like there's just there's some benefit to like choosing not to be worried or like choosing to um, just be grateful for what you do have but Mm -hmm. then like for Christians, like, that thankfulness, like, brings us closer to God, and that, like, helps, <laughs> draws, draws near to him and his heart, and um, when we realize, like, the ultimate goal of life is to be as close to God as possible, and, like, so giving him thanks, like, blesses us in the process, and I just thought that that was really interesting, so. Yeah. Uh, I think of Psalms 136 now. That entire psalm is most known for the line that comes after or comes at the end of every single verse, and that is his faithful love endures forever. But in the majority of verses, it starts off with 
give thanks to the Lord. And like the first three verses, I'll read them. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His faithful love endures forever. So, yes, we can give thanks to God for all of these different things, that he is good, that he is the God of gods, the Lord of lords. Yes, we can give thanks to him for all those, but ultimately what this entire psalm is trying to drive home is give thanks to God because his faithful love endures forever. There is no end to his love. Yeah, I think David got it. Not you, David, but King David. No, I, I think you yeah. got it too, David. <laughs> well, I, I, I was about to call it out how... Both of these verses come from Psalms, and Psalms is one of the most thankful books in the Bible. It's any psalm, whether it's a psalm about how David is struggling with his enemies or about how how awesome God is, it ends with thankfulness. It's saying, God, you are great. You are good. You have provided. You may have not provided for me yet in this moment, but you will provide later. And that, that attitude of Faith and thankfulness. Yeah. Um, I I had First Chronicles sixteen, which is not in Psalms, but again, it's about David <laughs> praising God, and and he he he's bringing in the ark to Jerusalem, and he is ecstatic. He is overjoyed, and he he tells Asaph, the director of music, to sing a psalm, and. The, the words at the beginning of the psalm are just so powerful. It's give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done. Sing to him, sing praise to him, tell of all his wonderful acts. Glory in his holy name, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Yeah. It's David was a man after God's own heart and is. he was a man of thankfulness. Yeah. And I think Psalms is really just like a textbook. Just like you said, David, 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 um, a textbook into like a deep relationship with God. It's it's David, a man after God's own heart, pouring it out. And yeah, he had a lot of struggles. If you look into his life, if you read First, Second Samuel and, and Chronicles, you'll see that David stumbled and fell multiple times. But he did bring it back with that heart of thankfulness. And I think that's it really is such an important thing to do. And what I've noticed in my own life, kind of taking and looking at this when I'm struggling, maybe with that James verse of like praising the gift or the things over the giver, like just to do a heart check and to, and part of that I feel like really comes down to, we, we talked about on Sunday and I have a note about it, just like realizing the content of your prayers. Like if you want to realize or if you want to think about, okay, am I really applying this or do I really have a thankful heart? Like check the content of your prayers. Like how are you talking to God? Like, what are those conversations looking like? And look at those who are talking to God and, and who like people like David, a man after God's own heart. Like, look at the content of his prayers. Like, Psalms is a full book of that. And look at how he prayed. And look at the reputation or the legacy that followed that. It wasn't ultimately that David was such a great guy, but it was that God worked through his life and he remained faithful. And that's really, like, the big calling that you have in Christ. It's not, okay, can you go out and perform can you go out and do things great? Can I go out and list the most things I'm thankful for? It's, am I going after the heart of God? Am I continuing to be faithful? Mm -hmm. And in that, end of my, am I being thankful? And I, I've just noticed in my own life that like the content of your prayers, like how are you talking to God really 
reflects that. A verse we talked about on Sunday was um, 2 Thessalonians 5.18, which is, go for, for it. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, oh. which is, you were close. Dollar. <laughs> That's a whole uh, other side but story it's, there. Um, be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And did you have something to say or I, mean, I can pop off on it? Or pop off. <laughs> pop <laughs> she off used, <laughs> she's using the lingo now. Oh, my. Why don't, why don't you go ahead and pop off on First Thessalonians 5.18? I feel, so we we talked about this in this verse on on, on Sunday morning, and it was it was really great, and um, it even showed up in the sermon too. Um, but definitely, beginning of this week, I just saw how God gave me so many opportunities to be thankful in all oh circumstances. Goodness. I'm going after you. It Hold was on. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Like I started wrestling, like with some thoughts, or like I didn't do as well on a test as I wanted to, or there was a fly while I was <laughs> studying, and it was <laughs> annoying and. There's even one in this room right now. But, hey, we are praising God for that fly because the Bible says to be thankful in all circumstances, and it's not just the good ones. And I think that's another big difference between how the world gives thanks and how we give thanks as Christians. Like, the world thinks that thankfulness comes from good circumstances, but that's not true because the Bible says to be thankful in all circumstances. And like for Christians, like James, like tells us to choose joy when we face trials of many kind. Like the world looks at that and is like, "What? No, you should like throw a fit and be enraged. Like you deserve to like have peace in your life." But it's like, wait, no. Yeah. Like God is blessing me with this trial, and like if you think about it, in Romans eight twenty eight and twenty nine, it talks about how God works everything together for good, for and that his, yeah, and that doesn't mean that everything feels good but that good is found in verse 29 which is to be conformed to the image of christ so therefore we need to be thankful in all circumstances yeah. and and if you trust and and believe you know exactly that god is who he says he is which you can see that clearly in scripture then a big thing as christians is we want to do his will and that verse leaves it out like, this is God's will for you to be thankful in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. I was going to give just a quick shout. I don't want to talk about it for too long, but a circumstance for me this week was I was going to meet a guy at school to study and I commute to school from Chandler and it was like a 20, 30 minute drive. Sunday afternoon didn't feel like it was going to be bad. Bottom line, due to unforeseen circumstances, there was like a huge event going on downtown and I was stuck in traffic for about two hours. Ended up coming home. Didn't even make it to school. And that was an opportunity that I, or a circumstance I didn't even foresee, I didn't even know was going to happen. And yet it was an opportunity to get thankful, to, to be thankful to God and, and to just trust that even in that circumstance, his will for me was to have the heart of thankfulness. And I don't want to say that or bring that up to say like, oh my goodness, I'm nailing this in every aspect. I think more often than not, I fall short and I miss it. And I think the biggest thing to consider with this is that don't let it be transactional. Don't fall into the pitfall of, oh, I, I have to do this, so let me go do this. I did this. I checked this box. Like, we're supposed to run after the heart of God. Mm-hmm. Don't do it just to do it. Do it because you've been forgiven, because we have this hope, and because it is what pleases God. So we, we want to do that. Yeah, thankfulness can be 
and often should be involuntary. It's, yeah. it's a natural reaction to something that you've been blessed with. And as Christians, we've been blessed with everything. We've been blessed with every spiritual gift that we need for living a godly life. We've been blessed with salvation. And we should be the most thankful people in the world. And I, I love how how David was, it's an involuntary reaction. He has been blessed with so much. And his his natural response is to praise God. With that, I was thinking about Psalm 27, or 28, verse 7. And it says that the Lord is my strength and my shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. And I think with what you were saying about how that should be an involuntary response and then having that heart check of like what what comes out when you get when you get bumped and like it's it's such a good thankfulness and how much you choose to give thanks is a really good reflection of how much you're choosing to trust God. So I guess the next question that this leads into is, what about when it's not? What about when we're not feeling that thankfulness, when it's not the, the response that naturally comes out? Yeah, Celeste, do you remember the story they told us on Sunday about the flies, the fleas? The fleas? The fleas. Uh, only part of it, honestly. Okay, we'll start it off, and, and I'll, I'll help in, in the gaps. Well, let's see. It was about uh, Harriet. Co- yeah, or oh shoot, Corey Ten Boom. Corey Ten Boom and her sister Betsy, and they were. They were in concentration camps. Yeah. And pretty dim circumstance, not a lot to hope for, and they were brought to this barrack that was filled with fleas, and they were reminded of that verse, that first Thessalonians verse that, Hey, give thanks in all circumstances. And, and I think it was her sister that was kind of like, Hey, this is what we got to do. This is mm-hmm. God's will for us in this dark, unforeseen circumstance. It doesn't look like there's any hope. This is what God's will is. And, and little by little, like they kind of dug into that. And what ended up happening was because that barrack was so infested with flies, the fleas, fleas, Sorry, I'm no scientist out here. <laughs> fleas are nasty, biting things. Flies are annoying, buzzy things. So it was fleas. It was fleas. fleas. The biting ones? The yes. biting ones. Oh. Yeah. I, just, I just added to it. I was, I thought it was just flies. Okay, so biting <laughs> fleas. Even a little science lesson here for you today. Um, and, okay, they ended up being able to lead Bible studies in that barrack because of the fleas. Because it was so infested with fleas that the soldiers wouldn't want to come in and, and beat them and, and do their typical things to them because it was they didn't want to go in there. Mm-hmm. So they were able to hold Bible studies and lead people to Christ in a circumstance where it seemed like there literally was no hope. And they, they brought that up to us on Sunday, and I just thought, man, that was incredible. And like, you can even find things to be thankful for in, like, the craziest of circumstances. Like, it really does hold true, whether you're in traffic whether school studying is crazy, whether you're in a situation where it seems like there's no hope, like there's a reason to be thankful. And that ultimately comes back to there is a God who, who is giving that all to us. Like truly trusting that promise that he's given us everything we need for a godly life. First Peter one, second Peter one, three, right? Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. Hit the reference. <laughs> yes. And, 
we don't really have time to get into it right now, but I do want to give a shout out to both Habakkuk and Job in the Bible. And many others. Yeah, but Habakkuk 3 is a great example of thankfulness in the face of certain destruction. Mm -hmm. And then Job was an example of giving thanks to God in the middle of the worst suffering that had been seen on the planet for, well, it's it yeah, was crazy. It was bad. It was bad. So both are just great examples. Don't have time right now, but definitely check that out. Yeah, if you're, if you're listening and, and want to kind of just dig deeper into that, or if you're struggling, go check out Habakkuk, Habakkuk 3. Yes. It's a mouthful to say there. And, and, and then, Job, yes. the book of Job. Just amazing stories of how God can work through our weakness, can work through our circumstances to bring himself glory. I mean, there's many others. There's Daniel 6. There's mm-hmm. the, the story of Joseph. And time and time again, we see that. And I think the Old Testament is just so cool to remind us of that encouragement. Like, that's what it's there for. Like, Paul even gives that a shout in Romans. Like, the things that are written then were written to bring us encouragement mm-hmm. today. So a couple more minutes here. For, for those who are driving, listening, wherever they're at, maybe it's not November. Maybe Thanksgiving's not tomorrow. So what are some practical ways to to dig into this kind of the spiritual discipline of being thankful let's just get like a quick take as we wrap this up here what's like one thing that you would encourage someone to do today to to be more thankful to grow closer to christ that way i think for me is to realize that sometimes it's going to be a sacrifice to give things you're not going Mm -hmm. to want to but it's just saying Lord, thank you for this situation, even though it's not good, but I know you will make something good out of it. Um, Amen. No matter really what it is. I think I've come to learn over the past couple of years that thankfulness is another spiritual discipline, just like reading your Bible or praying or choosing to worship or meet with other believers. And so um, personally, something that I do is I have a thankful journal so I try and write a couple things in it every day before I start reading the word and just remember what God has blessed me with because he's blessed us with a lot yeah I something that I learned actually today is a good way to practice being thankful is to pick something bizarre and commonly occurring in your life that you can be thankful for so today has been a day to be thankful for flies Amen. And <laughs> just whenever you see a fly, and shout out to the fly in the room that's currently chilling on Aiden's we'll Bible. We'll name it Charlie after the rubber duck. Yes, <laughs> Charlie the fly. But anytime that I've seen Charlie the fly today, it's it's been a reminder to be thankful for flies and then also thankful for the other things that are in my life. And just picking a random, strange thing to be thankful for is a great way to just constantly be reminded oh, I'm thankful for so much. God has given me so much. And Charlie the Fly has been a really great way of doing that and keeping me on track. Dude, amen. Remember Charlie the Fly. Just dig into that. I guess my quick thing is just remember the gospel. Remember what we're truly striving for. And remember who is truly the giver of gifts. We serve a good, awesome, powerful God. He loves us very much. Don't forget that, y'all. We love you, and we'll see you next week, I hope. Right on. Peace out, everybody.